Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Did you know some cows might be snacking on seaweed? Dairy farmers are researching potential nutritional changes to their cow's diet to help reduce methane emissions. Additional research and innovation are helping them save water and spend less energy on every glass of milk. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Thanks to Raycon Wireless Earbuds for supporting Skim. Raycon Earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash skim. Hey everybody, it is The Skim Show. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. And we're here to do another one. Uh, day late though, we normally do Mondays, but things got a little crazy yesterday. We I didn't do it. I don't even know why. It just It just did. felt crazy. Didn't it feel crazy? <clears throat> I want to talk about Kim's leaf obsession. Can I do that real quick just to get it out? <laughs> I have an obsession? Yeah, so Kim has... Um, Kim has trees in her yard that, that leaves fall off of. What is that about? No, no, no. What I mean is <laughs> most people wait until the trees finish shedding all of their leaves and then they go make giant piles of leaves. Let me just say, most people don't wait. Wait? <laughs> <laughs> they don't do both. <laughs> um, so they, they let it pile up and then they make bi- giant piles and then they put them in a, a bag and they do their thing. But Kim, as soon as there's enough of, to say that there's a thin blanket of leaves she'll go mow it (laughs) put them in bags take them out wait for the next layer of leaves to fall mow it put them in bags take them out okay let's be honest the first time i did that was because it was going to rain and i didn't want a big mushy mess that's sticking in the grass and raking them out i agree and kill the grass i agree but you're you really not obsessed you're just i'm particular about my the grass lawn yeah so, Which is yeah, funny because we actually like kind of have a lawn. Three times now. <laughs> well, we have a lawn problem, and that we is do? yeah. What's that, that dog does his running across it. That we have a neighbor dog that chases a ball and runs across the strip of our yard. Just one single strip that is the same strip every time. So we have this like bald area. Yeah, it's like a la- it's like a it's rug fine, burn though. right there. It's fine. Is it fine? As particular as I am about the grass, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, you, how's you that? You don't mow it, so what's the problem? Well, no, I don't mean about that. I do too mow it. You, yeah. Usually what happens, <laughs> you if, you, if you mow it, say it all you want, but... it's because I took too long to mow it, and you're sick of waiting for me to mow it. Yeah. So I don't do that on purpose. It just works that way. 
Um, so then I mow it. So no, Scott does not is, mow the lawn. <laughs> my point is, today you're like, well, we should go out and do it one more time. And I'm like, you've only got like 12 leaves for tree left. Wait until they all fall. <laughs> it's 12, but whatever. <laughs> it looks like it. It's tiny amounts left. We're but, almost done. I've mowed it really short so that the leaves don't stick in the grass anymore. So it's a lot easier to rake them right up, put them in a bag, and be done. Okay, fair enough. The other thing I wanted to mention is we are now on the second foot treatment. Oh, yeah. Because it said do it every two weeks for the first couple times. We really right? just jump right into a different subject. Well, no, we're just moving around. <laughs> and um, I'm so now in... That's because Scott's sitting here peeling his No, foot I'm not. While it's just, we're on the show. It's peeling on its own. I'm just kind of checking it out here. Oh, yeah. It seems to be... Sure you are. As advertised. I'm just looking at it. It's as advertised, as it's coming off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to admit, it's created a bit of a temptation. It's like... Uh, if you like to peel skin off of someone with a sunburn, you would love this. Yeah, if you're into that, you're basically just giving yourself a foot sunburn every couple of weeks. I'm not going to do it after this, though, for a while. Because this is like, I want to do two of them, soften this thing up, get baby get foot again. filing going. Yeah, and then go, like, lotion it up every day. Just take Actually, better care Curacao of my feet. is, like even better than lotion it just kind of makes it baby what's kurosawa what's a filmmaker he made uh, seven samurai curacao curacao never heard of it oh that's the greasy stuff you put on yes and then you put on a sock and it just makes your foot so soft you feel like you need three socks because it's so <laughs> gross it's like a big petroleum ball in there Works. anyway Works so good. there's that um so yeah if you wanted to know how scott's foot's going yeah it's foot better. update it's better and it's fun to get and it. it's fun for him to peel yeah, it's fun to peel, especially when you get like a big old piece. Ew, stop. It's okay. great. <laughs> you know what I noticed though? I went and looked. I was making a recommendation to somebody somewhere. Uh, oh, after TWBD on the weekend, those guys were curious what I was talking about. Oh. Because of, because I was talking about how, yeah, if, I, if, I, if I'm not careful, I'll just leave a trail of skin everywhere I got on. <laughs> well, I'm sure they were curious about what you were talking about. They were, about. and they didn't believe me. They were like, like how is that even problem? a thing? And I'm like, it's a thing, and I showed Your them the skin's link. falling off. Anyway, we dug into the reviews on there. I don't know if you've seen those. No. Everyone's got photos of their Ew. skin piles. <gasps> what? Yeah, and of their feet as they're, like, falling apart and stuff. Skin piles. Yeah. They're not falling apart. They just... They're just sloughing off skin. Sloughing off, yeah, there you go. That's what we did in high school. My foot's falling apart. That's not good. But it looks like, you know, just pages of leprosy photos. <laughs> and uh, they still can't quite believe I did this. They're like, why would you do that? That seems bad. You're like, I have a really dry foot, and I needed to do this. Well, their idea is, like, why would you do anything that would be so... it would That would be powerful enough to tell your skin to fall off. Um, and they're right... If you don't know what this if is... If you don't need it, I can understand where they're coming from. You needed it. Like, you wouldn't soak a baby's foot in that. If you wear flip-flops all summer long and about mm, October rolls around and you're looking at your feet going, oh, I might need that. Well, not only that, but you wear flip-flops all summer long or thongs, as we called them in high school. <laughs> They've changed that. That changed when someone put a floss <laughs> up their butt. What do we call this? Oh, I don't know. How about a thong? Great. And all the shoe people have to change their talk. <laughs> but anyway, uh, not only that, but we live in a very dry climate. Yes, yes. In a western mountain state. And uh, so it's we don't get to drier. have... Even drier. Yeah, so we just get cracky, horrible skin sometimes. And feet are not immune to that. So anyway. So that's working. It's, it's working. working. It's doing what it's supposed to do. It was worth the 12 bucks or whatever the crap we paid for it. Even though it's badly translated and I feel like somebody really didn't care about oh, when packaging. you're reading the packaging, that was yeah. pretty great. It's like, you will have <laughs> better foot time. You have better foot time. You have better foot time. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, all right. So it's been kind of a week uh, or so. 
a lot of crazy stuff happened. Kim got some bad news on her side of the family where her sister has been diagnosed, at least initially, with stage four cancer, but he called it the hopeful stage four. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I didn't know there was really one, but stage yeah. four. So it still means full treatment, you know, it means yeah. chemo, it means um, all that stuff, but anyway that came out of nowhere like nobody yeah, was expecting absolutely that out of nowhere and Kim it's has no history in no her family history in the family um, so that's been really sucky it sucked so we're trying to just deal with that figure out how people can help support and each other and and support her as she goes through this the nice thing is she's being seen at the one of the most foremost cancer the Huntsman um, Cancer Research Institutes Center. in the world mm-hmm. the world not just the country but the world it's like world renowned so she's getting really good attention there and good doctors. I also like how her doctor is really no-nonsense and isn't trying to fluff it up. Mm-hmm. He just gets right to it. You'd have to be to be a really... You would have to be. To be an oncologist at all, I yeah, think you'd have to be. right? Because if all you're doing is cancer stuff, you'd have to be all to the point. All you're giving is usually bad news if you've gotten to the point where you're talking to that doctor. Right. So why would you give false hope? But So that's why it also makes me happy to hear him say it's the hopeful version mm-hmm. of stage four because... Yes, it's hard, and yes, it's bad, and all that, but that means... But they caught it early enough, I think. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. She has some surgeries to do. She has treatment to do. All yeah. of this came out of frickin' nowhere. Yeah. So screw cancer, and F it. And uh, no. I know a lot of people out there, we, we hear from people all the time, they're like, oh, yeah, my, you know, my brother-in-law had, you know, whatever. Cancer is cancer, but... It's just not used to that hitting so close to home. We don't really have that on either side of our family, really. No. My grandma died of ovarian, was it, or something? I think. Or started in her ovaries? Something there, But yeah. she was 88? cervical, I'm not sure. Yeah, 89? no, she was 83. 83. So she was, you know. She chose not to have treatment. She didn't even do she treatment. Just, right. She was like, I, don't, I want it. I've led a good life. Yeah, and uh, that's different. There's something different about that. We expect all well, our bodies to deteriorate. Well, then my sister who has six kids and one's still living at home. Two yeah. still living at home right now. One just graduated high school. Right. And then the youngest is still home. And she's, so. you know, she's under 50. It's not like she's older in, in any kind of category for this. Right. It's just weird. So anyway, we're dealing with that, trying to figure out what's best and everybody in the family trying to figure out how to support and make it make it work. But again, I feel like her... Um, her outlook her, is really good. Yeah, her she outlook is good. She's really positive. Really positive. And, and I don't want to shock there. anybody, but the Sones girls are really positive. <laughs> so if anything like this happened to us, Kim would be all, you know, smiles on the outside. But I just imagine it's really hard for her to deal with it. It would be for me. So we're doing what we can here uh, to try to, you know, be supportive. And there's just, there's also a lot of, not a lot of, t- a ton of things you can do. Not a ton of things you can do. Not not a lot you can say. Or uh, there's not a. It's gonna be fine. There's none of that. Feeling. Yeah. What do you, you do? Not, you can't say that. No. So it's just it's just rough. Plus, you know, on top of that, we're having a pandemic. On top of that, our numbers are up everywhere in, the, in this country. <laughs> and so in other just, countries too. Yeah, they're, everyone's having a spike. They all said we would by winter. Now it's a matter of who has the worst ones. Hopefully, we get our crap together. I was reading a thing yesterday that said. Um, it spreads uh, the worst conditions you can have are cold outside warm and dry inside oh good yeah for it to spread so 
not to mm-hmm. get it, but if you if it's if someone in your household gets it, those are bad conditions. And, and it's not like they can leave all day and be out in the sun all day, you know, because right. it's going to be right. snowy or whatever. But so maybe living in Arizona is the state to live in this time of year or something. Or They're not humid. No, but they they're not trapped inside all the yeah, time because it's like eighty degrees outside all the time. That's true. So that's all fun and disappointing and dis- depressing, right? All that stuff. But on the good news side, Kim and I are watching the the Deadwood movie tonight, which we're very excited about. <laughs> we rewatched the episodes. Yep. I was like, I thought you were going to say, on the good side, Kim doesn't have leaves in her lawn. <laughs> no. Yeah. Thankfully, <laughs> leaves are gone. We did some snow, some weird stone work over here, which I that's- can't. Stonework. Yeah, right. Like whatever um, you call this. We put in some rocks. But those are rocks, stones. Stonework sounds like we put in a a brick fireplace. Oh, it here. sounds fancy, doesn't it? <laughs> it's not fancy. Right, we, we put some rocks in. Rocks. I actually like it. Yeah, we put some rocks in where there was just dirt, and every spring it just ends up muddy because the dogs run through it. So we put some rocks down on a pathway to the garbage cans. Yep, that was exciting. Fun. But we did it. Exciting time at the Johnson House. We carried it all ourselves, not knowing that if you tell them ahead of time that Home Depot Depot people will do it. We. Well, I went with you and I carried a bunch. What are you talking about? I threw my back out. I'm I'm kidding. Well, once he did, then I had to finish. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. So. Um, Okay, it is true. It is true. But but it's okay. But it's fine. It's done now. It's it's down. It's done. (laughs) There's a little dam at the end. That'll stop the rain and the snow from going down there, so that's good. That's pretty good. Anyway, so it's all right. Life on the Johnson farm continues <laughs> as needed. Um, all right, I'm going to make a quick mention of something here, and then we're going to do some emails. We got a bunch. Oh, good. That was literally me blowing really, a tiny piece of skin off my phone ew. just now. I anyway. really like it when people email us because it's fun to. Well, it's the best. It's fun to talk to our friends. Uh, I know we don't get to see them. It's nice to have some contact with them. Here's what I was going to tell you guys. So I love a good pair of earbuds. I like sticking them in my head and having everything else in the world fade away. I found this French EDM artist that you haven't heard yet. Ooh, I'm excited. Dude, it's so good. And uh, all I got to do is pop in my Raycon earbuds and boom, I am in another place altogether. Anyway, it's fantastic. Unlike some of your other wireless options out there, these Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet. People don't even know they're in my ears half the time. That might be annoying for you, though. You may see me and just try to tell me something I can't hear you. Happens all the time. Yeah, it does happen. Who's going to start complaining now? He doesn't even know what happens all the time. It happens all the time. Yep. But that means they're good. That's the way I like it, yeah. (laughs) Uh, With no uh, dangling wires or stems or any of that stuff to get you tripped up. You don't have to look weird on your video call. It just works. And they do work on video calls. I've done a few of them, and I had one today, in fact, where I did it. And it worked great. Uh, the company was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B. You know Cardi B. <laughs> the not wa- personally. The WAP song she, she does. She help me with my leave problem. Oh, she's not here helping with leaves, that's for <laughs> sure. Uh, they started about half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands you know. So check out their newest model, the E, uh, sorry, the Everyday E25 earbuds. Uh, this is the pair I have. They're the best ones yet. I get six hours of playtime out of these things. Easy Bluetooth pairing with everything I've tried to pair it with. More bass, more compact design. It's very, very nice. You get a really good nice noise, noise isolating fit. So get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash skim. That's buyraycon.com slash skim for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash skim. All right, okay. then. You want to do emails? Sure. I do too. So I'm going to start with this one. 
this is from Alex Wills, who said, uh, you can eat rice is the subject. My favorite is when you say, this is from this person. And the first thing is, please don't mention my name. Well, I've done that sometimes. do that. I checked this one, though. Okay. We're good. Good. Uh, He says, greetings, Scott and Kim. I write to you both on a hot topic that may be a teensy bit heavier or on the heavier side, as well as a teensy bit controversial. After another heated discussion with my significant other last night, I figured, what the hell? Let's ask the Johnsons. <laughs> I like the teensy bit. Yeah, how's that feel? <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous now. <laughs> On November 10, 2018, I became a father to a beautiful baby boy named Jensen Alexander. I love Aww. that name. Jensen's a great name for That's first a name. a great name. Jensen, get in here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not the first thought, but all right. <laughs> Well, it just sounds like somebody who a boss needs to get the papers from. Okay. Jensen, okay. where's that document? <laughs> uh, anyway, says, I am sure you both will agree, as well as many other parents out there, uh, can attest to being one of the most amazing and meaningful moments in your life. Hence, this is why it's such a touch, or sorry, this has a touch of importance uh, as a question that I have for you guys. Every once in a while, my girlfriend has sent me random Facebook videos of what I can only describe as snake oil salesmen in white doctor lab coats with a name tag that says doctor telling me all about how I shouldn't vaccinate my son or daughter because of reasons A, B, and C. I will admit I'm listening to, or, uh, I've listened to some of its entirety through its entirety, although signing off mo- almost the moment I hear that here they cause some form of autism. I'm very pro-vaccine and my girlfriend isn't 100% against them but it's obviously a lot more hesitant for her than me. We've had multiple discussions uh, about them, and we both usually just end up irritated with one another after said argument. I just want to get on the same page because his life is obviously very important to us, and regardless of what side you land on, on his or her health, we uh, and and will be uh, sorry, and well-being depends on decisions that you have made as a parent. Did you and Kim ever have differing opinions when you first encountered them with Taylor, or was it just unanimous across the board? No need for discussion. I appreciate any feedback you can give. Love the show and all the pants that frog for the Alliance, Alex. All right, Alex. First of all, I'd have to say we never really had any discussions about it. It was basically what doctor recommended. Doctor said, hey, you should it's get your kids. It's time for their vaccinations. And, and they'd say, remember when you did? And I'd say, yeah, when I was little, yep, we're doing that again. Okay, great. We're doing that again? Uh, Because they eradicated terrible, terrible diseases by Mm -hmm. giving the vaccinations. That's the whole point of them. Yeah. Well, not just eradication, but just, you know, effectively keeping your kids safe from things like measles, which technically isn't eradicated, but... I knew a girl that got mumps as a little kid, and it really messed her up. Oh, yeah. They'll screw you up. I I had kids who got measles when I was a kid, and they are messed up. major fevers, and her brain swelled with that particular disease that caused problems for the rest of her life. And she's older than me now. I mean, she was then, too. But she's never really come out of that. My sister, who's the one that's just younger than me, didn't have measles shots because she she was in Korea. She's adopted. Mm -hmm. So when she came to America, none of that had happened yet. And she, I remember very distinctly her getting measles very young, and it was bad. Yeah. Like fevers, ER, awful, awful business. They're around for a reason. It's yeah. not to hurt your children. I'm sorry. No, but here's, but. here's the problem. And I, and I, and I want to, I know this is a controversial topic. To me, it, it shouldn't be, but I'm going to respect that it is because for a lot of people, for whatever reason it is. And part of the reason it is is because both well-intentioned and bad actors out there have been putting out information, both both real and 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 misinformation. 
And the mis- there's a lot of misinformation. That's what I'm saying. There's a ton of it. And because of that, because some of that misinformation is either being said by someone you ex- you trust or respect, it's easy to get lulled into the feeling of, well, if my favorite celebrity so-and-so says this, well, then it must be true. And I think that's where things get weird and dangerous. If you trust your pediatrician, you need to trust what they say. And if you need more, trust the science that they trust. The science behind it. Read about it. Look it up. Don't spend time on studies that are not accredited and or or just a bunch of moms that have all or agreed with each other. I have a problem with that too. Right. There's a like whole there's a whole gaggle of ladies over there. here by the lake who all get together once in a while. Well, they used to before COVID. I don't know if they still do. Maybe they still do because they're not getting that vaccine either. But um, <laughs> sorry, I'm not trying to make light of. You're this. not making hard, light of it. I have a hard time with it because I don't think I you're have making a grandson light of it. Whose whose mother, my daughter, is livid with people when they when they start spreading misinformation and it's really hard for her because she's like no i will i will do my very best to keep my son safe and in doing that she has vaccinated him yeah so the science says one thing people who if you have a conspiracy about this it doesn't matter what the science says because that's the whole point of conspiracies is that you're being lied to so therefore nothing can be true we tend to land on the do your homework. Don't be. Um, don't take people at their at their first statement. Like like, listen. That being trust said, trust your sources. She Taylor, our daughter, chose to do his vaccinations differently than a lot of doctors do, and it cost her a little more. But she was like, it's worth the extra twenty five or whatever your copay is to get his shots separately. So she waited a month between different ones instead of combining like three different shots at one time when they do all of them. Yeah, I don't think there's any She wrong got with that. them separated out so that his yes, it was more shots and that was more discomfort for him, but it was it was made her happier thinking I'm giving him these not in, as this big combination thing. Right. And that's again, some of this so is have, some of this is mother's know. intuition and that's okay. I've learned to trust that over the years. Kim's intuition is as mom is like a powerful weird thing. It freaks me out sometimes. <laughs> and you'll even tell me, you're like, I have that feeling right now. I'm like, what? That mom thing's kicking in. I know this thing's weird. And, and it isn't necessarily it. with my kids. It's with a lot of things that I just go, that person needs right. needs me to call them or talk to them or take them dinner or whatever it is. It's kind of a funny thing I get. But I think that if you were to talk to your doctor and said, they absolutely need this, find a way that works for you. And Taylor did that. She had him doing three different shots for all the ones that were combined normally. Yeah. And our doctor and said it was totally fine. She's, he's getting all the same vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Just, Just giving them some little, time between. his little body take one at a time. Yeah. yeah. And so if that's better for you or you, makes you feel better about the situation, then you do that. Yeah. Whatever works best for you, but you want to keep them safe. Cause so it's I just, get it. It's like, you know, if you're a parent, that's the thing is I want to, I want to be, I want to be empathetic to some of those parents who maybe have had um, autism in their family. And we've, we've we had have. that in our we own have. family, not our, not our immediate family, but uh, you know, in our extended family, we have some cases. And Multiple if a bunch of, of people mm-hmm. told you with that struggle, that is that lifetime of, of extra care, potentially depending on how, you mm-hmm. know, uh, on the spectrum they are and that sort of thing. That's an intense life thing. Yes. And so when somebody just says to you, nah, it's not vaccines, don't listen to what you say, but then somebody else is saying, well, it is vaccines, they're just telling you that because blah, 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 it's all part of this conspiracy, you might be in a, in a position where that stuff sounds right to you because you are in the middle of it. You're feeling the pain of it. And sometimes it's 
it's better that a thing that's unknown has an answer and you want to know the answer. And if you don't know the answer, you get mad. So when someone says, oh, well, the answer is vaccines are giving your kids autism, some people glom onto that. And they find a way to make it sound like we believe this, so you should too. Yeah. And so that's that's so why that, I think I have a hard time with it. Well, it's like anything. It's like, like anything. But I there's, feel like... There's some manipulation involved, but I want people who may be on the other side of this to right. understand. I understand why... It's not so simple as just saying, right. get your vaccines oh, yeah. and quit talking. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I know I'm there's emotions involved and there's like, there's a conflict in your head. And, you know, it's like when, um, I never forgot this. When I was younger, um, I was told by somebody, probably my brother, because he was always doing this stuff, <laughs> that if I drank any of the lake water at Lake Powell, that I would die. He's always like, because it's kind of green and dark. Now hop and, on those water skis. And yeah, I know, right? Like but at the time, man. I'm like eight. I don't know. So he says, like, well, don't drink the water or else you're, in, you know, that'll, that, you'll die. Within, like, 30 days, you'll die, he used to say. So you used to probably used to come back from those trips going, man, I hope I made oh, it. Oh, I was terrified. And if I went out and water skied, I'd get on the board or on the water ski or something, and I would be just holding my mouth as shut as I could and trying you not to only breathe yourself. out of my nose. <laughs> I hated it, and then oh. later I got out, and then I, and I would be like, I think I, I think I got some in my mouth. I'm pretty sure I got Your a little bit of water. Like, son, stop it. <laughs> she didn't, I didn't. I didn't tell anyone because I didn't want to feel bad that I was going to die or whatever. My brother, you know, they don't. You don't realize when you're teasing sometimes how how it can affect how you can mess somebody, mess somebody yeah. up. Well, anyway, I, I, it was the longest time, and even to this day, if I'm at a lake. And I see water. I know that water's not going to kill me, but it's the first thing I think of. I go, (laughs) oh, there's some of that water that that my brother said would kill me, but never did. Like it was complete hokum majokum, right? But I just feel like still, I understand the feeling. I understand it. Yes, if you trust your pediatrician, you trust what they say. Then you talk to them about how you're feeling about this. But I feel like you start looking online, and you can go down the deepest rabbit hole of what everyone else is wanting to tell you. Yeah, you so got to be really, really... You got to be smart about that part. Yeah. And I think the only way to do that is to, if you truly trust your doctor, which that's where I think Taylor was really happy with hers because she talked to her and said, I, I feel like I've read this, this, and this. And she's like, well, we can do this if it makes you feel better about it. I still think you should get the vaccinations, but let's do it in this way that makes you feel more comfortable with mm-hmm. it. So it's not this all these things going into his teeny tiny body at one time. Right. But that made her otherwise feel much ex- more comfortable. About otherwise, it. expertise means nothing, and I hate that. I hate the feeling that expertise is dying in this country. I feel like being an expert at something sometimes makes you, other people rebel against you even harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think because so. because they don't they don't like the idea of you knowing more than they do. But yeah. So my my overall <laughs> takeaway from this is obviously if if your girlfriend's leaning toward no vaccines you're leaning toward having vaccines that can be a rift a little bit but just try your best to understand both sides two things can be true that the vaccines are the right thing for you to do but also her feelings are valid and you need to at least address them like you need to what's the word i cannot get in the business of shaming people because they're worried about their kids even if they're wrong-headed about it or they've bought into some right. malarkey they're still their kids it's still something to me that says this just isn't as simple as calling them stupid and moving on. There's no, just more no. to it than that. There's always more to it. Than There's that. always more to it than that. Best of luck. Let us know how it goes. Uh, and cr- congratulations on the little one. Babies are great. Oh, so fun. Oh my gosh. We got another one about something. 
Okay. <laughs> Jeff Sire wrote in. We like Jeff, oh, right? Jeff. Hi, Scott and Kim, writing this with two points uh, to your last show. I've split them into discrete paragraphs. Okay. So you can read them one or both. I'm doing this due to the severe rebuke I received last time when I had the nerve to send two separate emails for the same show, LOL. <laughs> there was no rebuke. No. Whatever. <laughs> ah, freaking fly, dude. Well, we're sitting outside today, and okay. it is October. <laughs> I know. It's so nice, though, right now. This weather's amazing. Anyway, tattoos. On the issue of tattoos, okay. we talked about the kids getting their skull oh, tattoos okay. and everything. Cool. It says, uh, in my personal experience, the people who care most about your tattoos are people that don't have any. Scott's comments about why not to get them are pretty standard fare for comments I've received over the years. Yeah, but you understand this, Jeff. I don't tell other people what to do. It's when people tell me to get one. I never tell anyone if they should get one or not. I just know that if you I got one... You have strong opinions. Give me a break. You don't tell... Not whether they should get them or not. <laughs> yes, you do. No, it's whether I should get one. For your own children, you do. Well, yeah, they're my kids. Yeah, you do then. Yeah, but not other yeah. people. Like, if I saw some stranger... Oh, no, not strangers, went, Oh, no. these got tattoos. I think tattoos <laughs> I are cool. Never, you would never do that to a stranger. You do give your kids a little bit of a hard time. I just don't Mostly know. because you don't have one. No. You don't feel the same way. I don't have them. the confidence they do in, like, picking a design and having that be permanent. That was a nice way to put it. It's the it's how I feel. I don't want to have anything on me that I can't change. They have the confidence to do it. I like that. All That's right. why I want uh, a technology, and they are working on this, by the way. There's a technology that is being worked on. We saw it on an episode of that Jeff Goldblum thing on Disney+. Oh, right, Plus, right. Where t- tattoos are basically 3D printed style on you. And they're permanent as a real tattoo until you don't want it. And then they have and a way to remove them? Quickly, painlessly, and no problem. So I really believe that the future of tech will take, take us to a place where then I will go, all right. Give me that tattoo. Now it's time. It's this putting the ink permanently <laughs> in my skin. You're going to find out how much it costs to do that, and you're going to be like, never mind. Well, I'm that's another it. issue, yeah. <laughs> it may not be very effective at first, but... <laughs> anyway, uh, he says, yes, I was aware when I got all my tattoos that they would fade and distend over time. Ooh, distend. It's very, very medical-sounding. Uh, he says, I'm also aware more and more over the years that my skin will wrinkle and my hair is likely to fall out, but that never tempted me to cut off my head and preserve it for my youthful state in a jar. Oh, I love. <laughs> uh, most people who get he is great. Most people who get tattoos ultimately get them for themselves, not for the enjoyment of others. My first tattoo is the small maple leaf with the name of my first army regiment under it. I find it difficult to put into words how much this means to me. See, that's awesome. I can't find anything like that. The closest I've got is like something that represents you, me, and the kids, and that's it. I don't want to go. Then you can do oh, I love snakes. Hey, how about Zelda? I'll put her link. I'll put Link over here. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want the Triforce on me, even though I love Zelda. Why would I do that? Because I know I have one an day idea for a tattoo for you. Then that, that has, would that would be really cool. That would represent that. Well, of what? Sorry, <laughs> you didn't Getting get the fly. fly. <laughs> what is it? What's your it's, idea? I think that would be really cool to either do small lines or dots that represent all the people. Okay. Larger for you and I, a little smaller for the like kids. Like a and stick, then you stick, can, little sticks? Yes, or dots or stars or whatever it is. But you can always add two for more grandkids, but they're tiny. Oh, they're I can add more small. dots as time you went on. You can add more dots. Oh, more dots. This is all right. You like See, that See, I actually kind of like that, except it doesn't look like a little Auschwitz thing where you're like, oh, you were in the death camps? You know what I mean? Like a weird little... they're numbers or... <laughs> I'm not talking about a scanner bar. Talking okay. about... Identical lines or dots or something like that. Let me make sure they didn't stop. It's supposed to stay open. Let's just make sure. Yeah, we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. 
Anyway, something right. like that. It would be kind of cool. Kind of D- Dylan has lines, but they're rings around his arm, and he has them for he and Taylor, and then, Man, and then one for Taylor, and then one and for. And he's Man. left one room for future children. Yes, he's got a whole arm. <laughs> um, so I love that Jeff's got this thing with his first regiment. That's cool. He's got some pride. See, in that. Like that to cool. me is very sensible. I, I just can't think of things like that except for my family. And I don't know how to represent that well. You weren't in a gang in high school or anything? No. <laughs> gang of white nerds. <laughs> we think Rush is cool. Tattoos. Anyway. Anyway. Keep uh, he goes, I find it able to put into words how much it means to me. It's more than 30 years old now, and the letters are so blurred now that if somebody comments on it, they usually have to ask what it says because they can't read it. When uh-huh. I look at it or think about it, it takes me back to the birth of my son, the good times with my mom. The time in the army uh, and the transition to adulthood. I have Calvin and Hobbes on my butt cheeks, dude. This is nice. great info <laughs> about Jeff. The Calvin See, but on I one think cheek. That's really cool. It brings back memories that you wouldn't necessarily think of all the time. I love that. So he says great. these tattoos have kept me silly. If I ever get stressed, I can think about how silly they are. I never regretted these things, not all even you have for to a do second. Is moon somebody, if you ever really stressed out, <laughs> now I feel better. So when Scott, or when I hear the arguments like Scott has against them, I don't. I wouldn't say again. I'd not have against anything. I don't think Scott's against them. He just hasn't figured out what he would ever want. tattoo on him. He says this all being so. said, getting a tattoo. Um, uh, oh, sorry, got these, uh, and they will be with me until I die. This all being said, I think getting a tattoo should not be taken lightly since it is a long-term decision. There, I totally agree with Scott. That's my whole That's point. That's the whole thing. My yeah. entire point. And because I'm a little like Nick at the dollar store when he was four, <laughs> I can't, can't make a decision. decide. <laughs> so then I just leave. Uh, I get it. I get it. He goes on about vaccinations. Um, Mine literally is a, a queen bee. It has a bee with a crown over the top because yeah. I'm queen bee in my hive. Of course and you that's are. it. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. And it may look really weird when I'm older and that's fine. It'll look, I don't know, it'll look like a beetle instead of a bee. <laughs> a beetle instead of the bee? <laughs> no, it'll look like one oh, if I get all like wrinkly. One. I get you. Oh yeah, good. I didn't think about that. It'd be like a little raisin with wings. <laughs> <laughs> and it has three stripes on it because I have three kids. So oh, oh see, that's adorable. We're never going to have more of those. Nope. No? no, your uterus is in a bucket somewhere at the hospital, <laughs> right? Is that where they put it? They just keep it in there. All right, I'm going to save Jeff's other part for next week, oh, so we're not right. too heavy on vaccinations today. Okay. Timothy Chapel wrote in, says hi from Bristol, Tennessee. Cool. Uh, this is our view for the weekend: South Houston Lake in Bristol, Virginia, Tennessee, and Tennessee, and that is part of the Appalachian Mountains in the background. So look at that photo. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. Is that pretty? There. I would want to oh, spend the time there. The fall colors look so nice against that water. Sorry, chat room, you can't see chat Sorry. room. Sorry, live or listeners, <laughs> you can't see these. Um, all right, here's one. Got another tattoo thing, so we may as well stick with the tattoo. Oh, this okay. is a long one. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, okay, here, here, here we go. Here, here we go. On to happier related subject you brought up: uh, whether or not Scott should get one, and some misconceptions about tattooing and tattoos. Why folks got tattoos? Three main reasons. Number one, empowerment slash aesthetics. Okay. Okay. I like it. Uh, number two, it mark a transition slash point in life. Okay. I like that too. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, slash memorial. And then finally, memorial slash remembrance slash honor. Okay. So like Nick did for my dad with the 38 on his arm and that kind of stuff. Uh, while those are broad reasons categorically, almost everyone who gets a tattoo, myself included, does, does it for one of uh, one of those reasons or a combination of all those motivations? 
The idea is that it's permanent or that it is permanent is a good perspective. The idea that you have to love the tattoo exactly as much as you did when you got it uh, could be uh, could not be so good. It ignores the fact that we are changing, growing, rotting, depending on your age and perspective. <laughs> and not only do our personalities and likes, uh, but also our meat shuttles that we have to bump around in. That's <laughs> our bodies, I guess. <laughs> Any tattoo like you get it. will change as you age. Uh, you will never be the person you were when you got it, or even when you, uh, uh, when you, before you got it, or even when you got it, and that's part of the point. Keep it up, guys. Stay safe. Much love. I love that. T.S. Scott, if you ever don't, if you don't want a tattoo, don't let everyone try to talk you into one. You have to want it. P.P.P.S. In olden times, we used to tell youngins to wait on their particular design for a year to be sure they were mature enough to, and committed to their decision to get that design. I like that. That's a smart idea. So maybe even if I do one, I'll hold off for a while. Decide. We'll try the, the temporary tattoo on you to see if you like it. Yeah. I did have the kids draw it on my arm. And oh, yeah, I that's on right. Few Carded days. that, too, with her leaf thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just I think to it's cool. See? And they're, I think they're that's just, smart. Their stuff is cool. I don't have any problem with theirs at all. None. There when they go. first did it, I'm like, really? A skull? A bird skull? It's a crow skull. But it again, looks a lot like the plague doctor skull. Right. But it's all back to me. I'm not saying, ooh, tattoo. I'm saying, are you sure you want a skull? Because that's a long time. That's my mentality. Yeah. And just they were. Because, and it's because you wouldn't want one. Is that why? You I just don't know why I would. Now, they had a reason, and it was that they would have matching ones, brother, sister, and friend. Yeah, the three of them went to get them, and they all got matching ones. And, and that's cool. cool, right? And they'll remember that forever, that they did that together, which is super cool. All right, one final email. This is from Natasha. Sounds very Russian. Because her last name, <laughs> I don't want to say her last name, but it, it's kind of a very Russian-looking name. Here, that's look cool. at that. Well, I'm not really one to Can you see read it? it this close. Sorry. <laughs> I have my reader's on. Kim's eyes are going weird. <laughs> when I wear contacts, they do. Anyway, he says, hey, Scott and Kim, can you wish my husband a happy 37th birthday if you record an episode on October 19th? Well, it's the 20th, but yeah. Shoot, we should have done it yesterday. Aww, we got his birthday. Dang it. Natasha, I'm sorry, but happy birthday. What's his name? Kristen, Christian Cologne. Christian, happy birthday. It's spelled colon, though, but she says pronounce Maybe it like cologne. Cologne. Christian Cologne. I like that. By Menon or whatever. <laughs> uh, happy birthday there, Christian. That's awesome. And it sounds like you have a very a great year. Very nice wife in Natasha. Your 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 Russian sounding mail mail order wife sound. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, rude. She just hasn't. You know, Natasha is very. Uh, hey, you want to? I should put him in the trunk. I knew like, a Natasha in my high school in <laughs> Mississippi. No, it doesn't sound <laughs> very Russian to me. <laughs> All right, those are your emails. You guys um, are awesome. I'm Thank saving you. the Jeff one uh, for later. Okay. So we can not uh, do... Oh, you know what? There is one more. I apologize. Jeannie. Uh, greetings, wonderful Johnsons. Whoa. <laughs> uh, on the one, Sorry, on the last scam, I'm trying to get my head around wonderful Johnsons. There's something weird about that. <laughs> don't, don't rent that at an <laughs> adult movie rental place. Uh, on the latest skim, Kim referred to her knife sharpener, which reminded me that I need to get one. So I searched Amazon and found a $19.99 uh, 
a $19.99 sharpener prime deal for four bucks 33 cents. Wow. So thanks for the reminder, Kim, and thank you for the podcast. It makes me grin, including the opening and closing music, so don't tweak it, says Jeannie. Maybe I need to get a second knife sharpener for that price. <laughs> Holy crap. Jeannie's, this is Jeannie. Jeannie's amazing. We love Jeannie. She's such a cool part of our community now. Oh, yeah. Every time I hear from her, I, I get I get happy. Thank you for telling me about that. And I was totally wrong that we had all our emails read. I have one more. Oh, you're just, they're just popping up out of nowhere. You guys had a good week of emails. <laughs> this is about onion chopping. This comes from Cindy. She says, you know which one. I'm guessing it's <laughs> Eyeball Cindy. I shouldn't call her Eyeball Cindy. No, you shouldn't. But she's helped us with our eyeballs. Um, she's works at our ophthalmologist. <laughs> That's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> right, but whenever I go there, she is helpful in getting my eyeballs taken I can taken tell you, but it's her. That's her, right? Uh, Pretty sure. I can't. No, I still... It's a hotmail address. She yeah, always uses hotmail. That's how she spells it. Anyway, she says, onion chopping. Hey, guys, just want to chime in on the on- onion chopping discussion. My eyes are super sensitive. Oh, it's a good thing she works at that yeah. ophthalmologist. <laughs> super sensitive to onion fumes, but I found that if you put a mint in my mouth, the fumes don't bother me. I have no Weird. idea why, but it has been the best thing ever. Miss you guys, Cindy. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. I'm that's gonna try it. A really great idea. Totally gonna try it. So a that. mint while you're cutting onions. Can it be any mint? She didn't say. Then maybe you won't smell like onions afterwards either. <laughs> How do you? Should we put a mint on our towels so they don't smell like onions after you cook like jambalaya? Because our towels smell like food. <laughs> Anything that's possibly used or wet. Even the dry ones. over them in our bathroom far away from the kitchen. Even the dry ones. It doesn't matter. They smell like onions. My shirts too. <laughs> All my shirts smell like onions. <laughs> Uh, that's fantastic. Great emails, everybody. Thank you all for uh, sending them in. And as usual, we have that new address. So it's uh, skimshow at gmail.com. Yep. Skimshow at gmail.com. All right. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention today before we go. Kim and I are planning on a small trip in November. Unless, we'll get to record a skim there, too. Oh, yeah. But unless the world is shut down, like straight up shut down, I really want to do it. We're just because gonna we go just haven't done a, it. We're going to go sit in a place and that has just a little balcony with a grill and not have to worry about anything. Yeah, we're going to go. I'll make my own food. We don't need to go out. We no, don't need to go we're going to keep just, it real careful, but we're just got we got to have a moment. We've <sighs> been dogs, hunkered down for so long. <laughs> <laughs> We've been hunkered down for so long. Yeah. Doing our deal. So we'll do our best to stay super safe. We will. We will stay super safe. I'm looking forward to it. But the reason I bring that up is I was curious if anyone had out there any experiences or ideas since March of stuff you have done or do, uh, date wise or whatever, that makes sense within the context of all the safety measures, but yeah, still gave you time away or whatever. We may try some of the hikes in the area. Yeah, a lot of outdoor stuff. Maybe, but if we get there and there's everyone else was thinking the same thing we may not do that well either. that's the other problem is you can never tell what anyone else is well, going to do until you, you get can there. tell when you get you always there. think you have a great idea you and then you get there. you get there and there are a lot of cars yeah that makes your true. decision for you so we'll see <laughs> um we're where we're going to be is only about an hour outside of vegas which is a real bummer because i'd love to i, I miss I vegas but we can't go there i know my sister went somewhere this week and i was like i can't believe how much i miss airports because i love airports i know you hate I them hate them I love them because of what they mean. It means you're going somewhere. Yeah, but they're people pushers. They're just yeah, I know jamming people in like. Food, I know, like but I miss them because because whenever I go to an airport, it means I get to go somewhere and I get my book and I get so excited, get my little warm drink sitting there, waiting for at the gate for my plane to come. I love that. I wish I loved that. I hate yeah, it. I know. 
I don't know why I hate it. I like being with you. <laughs> I just hate airports. <laughs> but that's a good attitude to have. Yeah. Everything. You know what? Okay, uh, this is the one I'm going to tell everybody to do. Since everything in this world is political now, <laughs> and there's no getting around it, and some will say, Scott, it's always been that way. Where you been? Whatever. You know it's worse <laughs> now than ever, okay? Don't pretend. <laughs> uh, go watch this ad that our two main candidates, the remaining Democratic and remaining Republican candidates for governor here in Utah just put up. It's called, I think, United Together is the hashtag. Something like that. And they just, you know what? I'm going to play it. This is too good not to play. I'm just going to play it. You guys can hear the audio. It's 30 seconds long. I wish more people thought like this. I wish more people talked like this. I don't see how it benefited either one of them to do this personally. And so that's why I'm going to choose to uh, not be cynical about it and take it as as legit. So so here it is. I'm going to play it. Hold on. With all the motorcycles going by. Gosh dang it, this is impossible. Oh, jeez, okay. I'm Chris Peterson, and I'm Spencer Cox. We are currently in the final days of campaigning against each other to be your next governor. And while I think you should vote for me, yeah, but really you should vote for me, there are some things we both agree on. We can debate issues without degrading each other's character. We can disagree without hating each other. And win or lose in Utah, we work together. So let's show the country that there's a better way. My name's Chris Peterson. And I'm Spencer Cox. And we approve this message. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I'm just, Chris Peterson. Whoop, don't bother starting, starting over there. <laughs> Twitter loops videos. But uh, what's nice about it is, they, like I say, there's no direct benefit to either of their campaigns over the other by doing this together. There's no advantage, which seems impossible in modern politics. But it actually but I is, like it a lot. Yeah, I like it a whole lot. And even if it, even though it's kind of corny, and you know what else? They sound the same. If I don't see that video, it sounds <laughs> like one guy you talking. You know which one was which. But still, more of that, please. Uh, anyway, I don't know why I pl- brought that up. Oh, I'm saying you're trying not to be political. I'm saying let's just all be nicer to each yeah. other and care about each other more, and try to be empathetic to people who even are a little whacked out. Like, if you know someone who's a flat earther, try to be helpful. <laughs> now, some of them aren't going to be help, helped, right? Yes, There's nothing you can yes. do. I have friends who I would love to help out of the mess they're in. They just won't take it. Yeah. And so you, you do your best and then you move on. But I'm just saying let's all try just a little harder. Okay? Let's all try a little harder to be a little nicer. Yeah. And we got 14 days of, like, a really intense election cycle coming yes. up. So during this time, you know, you got your... You Just got your be wacky. A little, be a little more thoughtful of everybody else's yeah, exactly. ideas, and no matter what you think about them, yeah, maybe take a donut to somebody or something. But contactless donut delivery. I have an awesome birthday card I bought for a friend that said, "Let's bake America cake again." There you go. Let's do it. <laughs> That's old though, isn't it? Yes, but I love it. I feel like I heard that in 2016. It's, but I love it. <laughs> All right, see, there I go. I need to let you love that. You I need, need to, to not let it go. Yeah, Mr. let Johnson. it go, Mr. Johnson. That should be on my tombstone. <laughs> wonderful Johnson. Let it go, wonderful Johnson. <laughs> okay, thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week for see another ya. skim. Bye, everyone. Ready for breakfast? Here's the table. Father, father, Bill and Mabel. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.